Whenever you're ready. <laughs> the winner takes it all. Oh my god, that one I'm in Winner takes it all. Here, I'll sing like Pierce Brosnan. Winner takes it all. Yeah, the winner really does take it all. Mm-hmm. Can't believe Money it. penny. Money penny. <laughs> The victory. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my left, AP18 himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my right, GW himself, Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. Uh, I thought we would have a nice intro, but Garrett's over here playing games. What? You said <laughs> Alex, take it away, and he just left that stage empty, I so I had to fill in. I have never even heard that song before. You've never so heard it's... The Winner Takes It All, ABBA. No. That's literally where the phrase comes from, Al. Whoa, whoa. I mean... <laughs> I didn't know they found that shit. Regardless, Alex, uh, Garrett is correct. I asked you to take it away with the karaoke version, and you did not, so I had to bring yeah. in the big guns. And That's right. Well, it's Gosh. You know, the damn thing's real. Loser doesn't show up. That's what that song's all about. Whoa. You didn't show up. Once the Comics Podcast, we uh, talk comics and comic book related items. We have a good show in store for you today, and then also we'll be promoting, and don't forget about Supercon. Let me say that at the beginning of the show Supercon uh, 2023, that is Beyond Sioux Falls to the con. (laughs) And. It's to Sioux Falls and beyond. There you go. Uh, this year. And so <laughs> September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. So uh, this weekend, uh, Wednesday Comics will be there. So if you do see us, stop by and say hello. Otherwise, we'll be recording a live podcast, trying to get some interviews and uh, conversations going with certain people, um, depending on who's available. And um, probably some old uh, friends of the show, too, might show up. So uh, supercon.com. That is S I O U X P E R C O N dot com. Uh, Garrett. Yes. What about you? Take it away. What song? What song? Uh, uh, back streets, back. All right. Oh, you know why? <laughs> I was like, why? Yeah, why is it not playing it? Turn on the volume. Here you go. Oh. <clears throat> Anytime. Holy shit, it's the Punisher. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) With an ounce of sangria. (laughs) Boats and hoes. There we go. Uh, I I don't know why I attempted that. Uh, I knew Gary wasn't going to get it. So that's NW, by the way. (laughs) What Uh, was the song called? Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. Oh. Uh, Wednesday Comics Podcast. It is the uh, last week in September. Nope. One more week left next week. Nope. This last week. Nope. nope. You're, you're Because Sunday is the 1st of October. Yeah, right. I did say that, and I uh, still ran past that like it was uh, 
the Broncos against the Miami Dolphins and <laughs> ran past that like they couldn't get like they couldn't even deal run past their defense and you know sometimes Alex when a horse and a dolphin get into a battle like if a horse were able to get into the ocean to fight a dolphin a dolphin wins every time because what does it have in its side Alex well the dolphin well, is going to the horse pulls the dolphin over here yeah, yeah that's true watch out for those dolphins they will you. <laughs> I was going to say um not that specifically, but I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> the uh, dolphin has the horn. No matter where they are, they have the home field advantage. So not on land, they don't. So don't say just anywhere. On that, land, they do too. That is legitimately a a fact. Um, dolphins will sexually assault you. Listen, on land, these guys. Which I feel like my mic's cutting out. Hold on a second. It's not. Oh, it's not. Okay, you're, you're just fine. Um, I feel like I don't remember what we were talking about. Dolphins. Because if they're on land, have you ever seen Hitchhiker's uh, Guys of the Galaxy? Like, they are sentient. And so they're just playing around. Like, they can't oh. do shit. Well, because they keep it in their pants while they're playing around? Listen, you know, listen. Dolphins don't wear pants. True. Uh, they're dolphin pants. Alex. Listen, that's not canon, so. Let's not bring that. I don't. I remember that happened in the novel or the movie adaptation of that book. But if, um, if that's what you think, uh, well, I. Let's not canon. All right. Uh, Wednesday Comics Podcast. Um, let's talk about a little bit of Spider Man, the uh, video game. I think it actually is it not called Spider Man the video game. It's just called Spider Man. Listen, what if it was called Spider Man the video game? Um. <laughs> That we were mentioning the N64. Alex over here is um, playing the first one in Miles back to back to prep for number two. Have you been? Uh, and what you were conversing a second ago about playing Miles again, right, Alex? Yep, yep. I just started Miles today. And My, go ahead. I, I was going to say. Alex was like, hey, Spider-Man's got, like, the better gadgets for Spider-Man. But, God, you got to give the combat to Miles Morales. Like, that, like, surge from your controller when you're about to venom punch the shit out of an opponent. So awesome. I will and I this. hope that's what they'll use for, like, the Wolverine game when you're, like, about to freaking murder like, somebody. Do, like, yeah, you're about to do your, like, finisher. I, I remember the first time I played Miles Morales, I didn't put as much emphasis on using the venom where this time around i've used that venom probably this hundred times every time i'm fighting somebody i'm venom punching somebody or venom throwing down whatever i'm doing uh and it's fantastic uh but i do i do appreciate peter parker has way more gadgets and i am very much a gadget centric fighter where especially when i'm doing stealth i wish that at least miles had like the trip wire webbing so that you could stealth out some more people he turns um, invisible that's as stealthy as you can get i know but it takes it took a while to get to that that part and then by the time yeah. now i've gotten into it i forget to use it i've already pissed some people off so i beat the shit out of them um well i think that's the biggest controversy going into spider-man 2 and thankfully they have venom in the game is like i don't think spider-man's combat could compete with miles's but now that you have the venom part in here uh it's a no-brainer that it's going to be great for both characters but i was like oh you got to do something to make spider-man like feel more epic because like that experience with the miles morales game 
fucking incredible. I I think my hope for the number two game is that we – like, the way I want to play it is that I actually want to play as Peter first and then do a second playthrough where I'm mild. And I'm sure there's parts where I'm going to have to change over to Miles or Peter respectfully, but I I want to I want to enjoy the game two different ways. I don't think that's I I don't want to I mean unless you want to wait to find out I did read like what it's going to be. Do you want me to tell you? You want to wait? Yeah, you can tell me. Yeah, I mean there's certain missions you have to be Miles and certain missions you have to be Peter. Um, oh. But they did say that uh, you know when it's not that you can pick whoever you want, but unfortunately you'll have to be miles for some missions, which is fine, which I understand but I when, they show, when they show the, uh, the trailer that we had where Peter is fighting all the Craven bad guys. And then you teleport to being, uh, miles. And then I'm, I'm sure at that point when they're both together, you can pick which character you want to be, or who knows. I'm excited to get into that game. It's going to be hopefully phenomenal. Yeah, they said the map's two times as big. You got Brooklyn and Queens now. And I think it's going to be, I mean, the story, I think, is only going to be 30 hours, which after sinking 100 and some hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm sure like 100%ing it is still going to be probably 60 hours, but. I say, so when I played Spider Man 1 right now, it took me about 37 hours to do the main game, 100%ing all the districts. Then doing the City That Never Sleeps DLC, and then to do Ultimate and Game Plus is probably going to take me another at least twenty hours. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure you can get about fifty to sixty hours out of that second game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. Who knows? I mean, God, I bet they'll do DLC. Like this game's already went gold, like in sales. So it's like it's going to be, which is pretty cool, considering that it's like one of two. Well, okay, one of three consoles out there. Not everybody has, you know, a PS5. <clears throat> Marvin, did you ever play Miles? I played both. I'm sorry, I was on mute. Um, and yeah, I agree with you, Alex. I mean, the Miles one is certainly, um, I uh, like more kind of i'm trying to think of like a good analogy but i can't really think one it does rely more on the stealth this rely more on the venom powers than the gadgets and then peter is mostly the gadgets and the gadgets that you mentioned are the ones i missed too from that game like just the ability to pop a couple trip wires down and then like set traps like you can't really do that with miles you have to play differently like peter yeah it's more stealth and then miles is just more and even though you can turn invisible as alex said you're like close combat when that happens yeah. to take advantage of it. So then right after you hit the first person, they can see you and stuff like that. So. All right. All right. Well here, hot take. We did this way back when, uh, Arkham Knight was coming out. So nobody knows who venom is, right? So who do we all think venom's going to be? <clears throat> I, I truly think it's Harry. Dude, I was, I, that's exactly where I'm at. I feel like instead of giving us, like, Goblin Jr., they're going to make Harry uh, Venom. I mean, he's he's got, however the story's going to play out, when you play the end of one and you get to see that he is in there with the symbiote, I imagine that the symbiote attracts himself to Spider-Man, and then by the time Spider-Man, or Peter finally realizes, 
I can't be having my soup. It's bringing me bad. It's got to go to to Harry. Right. Which will help bring him back to recovery, but also make him crazy. I'm hoping we got Green Goblin. I hope we get a Sandman or a Mysterio or someone else that is just out there that we have yet to see or even talk about. But I saw, I was watching a video today about uh, what to remember before you play Spider-Man 2. And part of it is they showed um, lists of people on Craven's hunt list and like Wraith. So Captain Wananabe is on there. And uh, Sinister Six, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of these. Hopefully, we're either seeing all these guys again, or at least there's Easter eggs or references or whatever. But the nice thing about both these Spider-Man games is they both feel like they're lived in. They talk about things, they talk about characters, they talk about people in that world, even if we aren't seeing them for six hours from now. Right. And I, you know what I think they're going to do? Like, you know how normally it's like we get Green Goblin and then we get like Harry... I feel like this game is going to be like Harry is Venom and it's going to lead to Norman becoming Green Goblin and he'll be like the big bad for the third game. I could live with that. I at least live want with to, it. Well, I, I, yeah, because come on, at least give us a goblin. If it's not right. in green, give us Hob. If it's not Hob, give us Hob would be good. I mean, it's, I want to do something in that, that realm. Mm-hmm. Same, with, same with why I want a Sandman or a Mister. I want something that tests us more than just straightforward. Hey, it's throwing concussive blasts or it's an electro thing. I want someone who I can't see is there, and I need to trust my better sense. Yeah. Eric, hey, hey, I'm not adding in because I've been trying to invite your brother, and he won't answer. So. Yeah, I don't know what he's up to. You know why? Well, he's not the real Spider-Man fan. That's what so. I'm saying. He's hearing us talk about Spider-Man. He decided not to join because he doesn't like that anymore. So, mm-hmm. has your brother played both of those games? Yep, he's played, played both, and yeah, he's in a pickle now because you can't get Spider-Man Two for uh, PS4. So, well, when you get when you get the PlayStation Six, he's then going to play Five. So that's what he said. But now you know, I got my fiance and him have to duke it out. Because did, did, uh, they did, my um, fiance really wants to play Baldur's Gate three. So, oh, buddy, hey, you gonna make a, when we get party? Have you gotten to play Hogwarts yet? No. Thanks, Damn. Nintendo. At Nintendo, go fuck yourself. What happened? Was you got delayed again? It got delayed till November, so it's coming. It's supposed to come out here in November. Maybe mm-hmm. it got pushed out again. I haven't looked. To be fair, but. that's the perfect time to play. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like. Because, like, after Spider-Man 2, I think, yeah, I'm going right into that as long as uh, it comes out for the Switch. But I you know. thought of that game, Alex. You mentioned it at first for me was, like, made me think, being like, geez, when was the last time I played that game? Because it's, like, uh, all the main stuff is good. It's like, I find a little tedious in that game. But we're, you know. I heard there's a DLC coming for it, too, so. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not a video game podcast, so let's talk about some. That's, true. That's I, true. I was going to uh, invite your brother to get into uh, some things that are going on, but obviously he uh, is too busy. Um, probably watching uh, Ahsoka because it comes out Tuesday nights, right? Yeah, and I'm actually caught up, and we watched the uh, the episode, or at least I did before this uh, this podcast. So, uh, speaking of catching up, I am in the last two episodes of the last airbender so season three like episode like 15 or 16 
Um, so I, I know I have a few left, and it does feel like um, I'm, there's one episode that I just went through that was. I wouldn't say it's filler. There's a lot of character things that happened in that episode, but also I was like, geez, how many we got left? Like four? Like five? Like it's kind of weird that they would have those random. You've been watching it with the kiddos? No, by myself. I, really? By yourself? Well, Man. they kind of migrated to watching with me, but then they migrated away. Ah. Uh, well, yeah, I bet you're kicking yourself since uh, the actress that played Toph was at Supercon last year. Oh, Jesse Flowers, or she's actually her name is Michaela Joe Murphy, I think. More importantly, Marvin, you got to see the best character in that show, Combustion Man. Combustion? No, it's Cabbage Man. Where's his cabbages? Let me ask you a question. That's true. And I want both of you to think of this answer. When you say you have it, say we got it, and then we're going to say it both at the same time. On that show, all the characters that are on that show, the main three, or then it turns to the main four, and then the main five, and then, you know, but even everybody, who on that show would you say reminds you of me? Uh, the lemur. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. First off, I said at the same time, Alex. I don't care. I'm going to tell you who it is. It's the lemur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's certain. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. Um, yeah, I got it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh you were said you were going to count to three. <laughs> three, two, one. Well, now you're counting down from three. One, two, okay. three. Iro. At least oh, the kooky bit of. I don't know. No, I don't know about the sage wisdom. I was not the six, Listen, I have I have all the wisdom. Listen, I have all the wisdom. Okay, now before yeah, did did you have the wisdom to press the record button on last week's episode when we started? (laughs) Now you now you tell me I have the wisdom, and so I I have the wisdom. Okay, so Ah. what we're gonna do now is uh, your brother also didn't answer on this Kyle, so we're gonna move on. Uh, Garrett, we have a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents Swamp Thing New 52 number 6 uh, Scott Snyder I do believe it was uh, Paquette on Art this week No, it, I was, forgot um, it was not okay. It was Marco Marco Ruby. Okay. Ruby Yeah. <clears throat> Another episode with no Swamp Thing by I, golly I gotta throw it out there Garrett this is, I've read this arc the first time had no complaints. I read it with you, and now when I got to the end, I'm going, motherfucker, something still didn't show up. It's even worse than that. Okay, this is, it still was a decent issue, but I'm like, okay, so last issue, like he got so far as to have like the vines, like he's wearing like a backpack. But then it went back another step, and then there's no fucking swamp anything. And I'm like, okay, so all we get is the parliament of trees burning to death and being like, you failed us, Alec. And the rot getting more powerful. And I'm like, oh, for crying out loud, like, how much do they have to, like, pump into us that, like, Abby and Will are, like, part of the rot? And, like, what was happening to Abby was interesting. But, yeah. like, the William stuff and, like, going back to the uh, the tribe thing where that guy, the professor is burning the parliament and whatever, I'm like, 
it kind of felt like a filler issue. I can't lie. I'm like, nothing happened except Abby turned into the rot queen thing. But it, but it, but it truly would be a filler because the first six issues and all the other um, books or series, that was the first run was like six issues long. So this one really did feel like, hey, we got to extend it one more time. And let's put a chainsaw through Alex's chest this time. Let's not just end the issue where he's begging yeah. for help. But somehow the rot found him, having brought a chainsaw with them, and put it through his chest. Let's surprise everyone and see how he fixes it the next issue. Well, I mean, he did go into the woods and they were just up like lumberjacks. True. I don't know, I thought the art was really good. I think the art has really been the showstopper of the series so far. You know what's but... strange to me is that I had the totally opposite reaction. Like, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a nice setup, and it's building tension for what we think is going to be the real Swamp Thing, and then he ends up getting stabbed uh, through the stomach. Um, so much so that I actually uh, continued reading and finished this arc, and I think maybe that's probably why I look at this one as more optimistic because I read them back. So I, you know, I didn't get cuckold here. All right. I don't have blue balls right now, but, but I'm just thinking like somebody getting the this on the monthly, that's six months of no swamp thing in a swamp thing book. And that's yeah, if there was no delays. But I, I'm thinking of what I was like when new 52 came out, I wasn't only getting swamp thing. I wasn't even getting swamp thing. I was getting every other book on this list. And was filling my time getting caught up on this new 52, this new this new DC arc that's coming out. So I didn't have time to feel bad about not having Swamp Thing in my life. Yeah, but, but okay, but put it like this: bad. like it's like getting a TMNT book, and then like six issues in, like the little turtles that have been in the tank have like stumbled upon the ooze, you know, and you're just like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> what am I reading? Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, and can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I can't hear myself. Oh, turn me up, baby. There we go. I can hear me now. Um, I was going to say, like, think back to Stanley uh, era kind of books. Do you enjoy those, his issues? Like, the Superman number one, do you enjoy that, or do you think it's dated? Not Superman, Action Comics number one. Oh, it's dated for sure. But what I will give it over this is you see Superman. <laughs> so the reason why I ask is that there's been, since the 2000s, around 2000s, there was a change, maybe even 90s, late 90s, but especially when there was a big image boom and a big boom with creator-owned comics around that time, that they went to uh, decompressing these stories so that they last an arc or last a couple arcs to get to the uh, uh, climax of the story. Whereas before, they were more compressed style, a Stanley or uh, 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 what's her name? Schuster and uh, Siegel, Siegel and Schuster. I back then they just within like a page is Superman's origin, the whole thing. And by page two, you already know who he is and he's already in battle. Like they skip past all that stuff. So it's really compressed in, in, in the sense that time moves way faster in the earlier comics. Um, so, which style do you prefer out of those two? Or is it you need a mix? You need a good mix. I think I need like a medium. Like, I need, like, if, okay, if I went two, almost three issues without Swamp Thing being in Swamp Thing, 
then I would have been like, okay, I get it. There was some buildup, and then we got there. But we're on issue six now, and the guy can't get it up. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because we've read comics for a, for a long time now. But I'm like, maybe our standards are super high now. Maybe they wouldn't have been back in 2013. But I'm like, holy shit. Like, I couldn't imagine just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's like, we're just learning about another arcane becoming, you know, the avatar of the rot. Like, that's every Swamp Thing story. Like, I don't know. I'm just not impressed. Like, I think, like, when we get here to issue seven, I might love it. But, like, right now, I just feel like, you know, I, it's obviously free because we're reading it on Hoopla. But, you know, if you paid four bucks an issue, like, what is that? Yeah, that's $24. And you've seen a Swamp Thing explain the history of all Swamp Things in a two-page spread two times. Otherwise, no Swamp Thing. Oh, I mean, to be fair, I paid that amount for the books and probably even a little bit more. Uh, I enjoyed it the first time I read it. Well, I'm but, not trying to shit on it, but, but I'm like, but I want to see Swamp now, no, which is weird. Normally, I'm the one taking shits on books. But my inner Garrett came out when I read this one going, son of a bitch, where is this Swamp Thing at? He's on the cover. Why isn't he in the book? Yeah. But he's not on the cover. Never mind. He's not. Well, and I would have been good with Alec, like, if it was all about Alec Holland again, because I was like, well, at least he took a big, giant step last issue getting the Vine backpack. And then they took that away. And I was like, all right, never mind. We're back to level one. Like, I. I think the thing that surprised me in this whole book so far is that even in issue five, when we get to the slaughterhouse town and how quick Alex shuts everything down, once he decides to embrace that green power and his attacking all these animals, how there wasn't. It's the largest slaughterhouse in Texas. I have a hard time imagining William only found 10 pigs and some cows to fight. I don't know. I thought that would be like a two-issue run of watching him kick everything's ass, but whatever. So do we want mm-hmm. it longer or shorter? Well, so that's what I was going to tell you. On my end of it, I, I truly do want a long con. I, the, I mean, the first time when I started reading comic books was going to be 2012 when... New 52 started, and I remember complaining about Batman being 13 issues to wrap up an arc. Now that's almost what I expect. I expect there to be a lot of buildup, not, you know, story building forever. I need some action in between. But to get that climax, I don't have a problem with 13 issues. I'm reading Spider-Man right now, and we did a two-issue spot where Black Cat and Spider-Man go on a date up in the Snowy Mountains. They're going to a small... And it drove me nuts because they threw in all this shit for two issues when it's like, this could have been a three-issue, four-issue thing to wrap it up. Right. I think my complaint, like, I, I, I think it's hard to be black and white about this because those books, like, the Batman long arcs, all of it, like, that character is the character, whereas this is, like, him becoming, yeah. you know, the new 52 Swamp thing. So I would much prefer a shorter, like, becoming Swamp Thing. And I would have been, like, loving to see Swamp Thing operate in the new 52. But you're telling me that in issue seven is when I get to start experiencing that? Like, he hasn't even been Swamp Thing yet. 
Like, I think that's way too long. There you go. There you go. Final issue before. Right, Alex, a little more. There's one more. Yeah, number seven. So I got to think of a book for next week. Correct. All right. Well, if you are a Supercon 2023, you know, beyond the Sioux Falls Con, uh, if you're there, uh, let me know what I should pick. I'm going to be asking people that uh, that and give me some uh, insight. I'm going to be like, we have a book club. We do every month. Any kind of book could be a trade, storyline, ongoing, whatever, one shot, you know, uh, special, whatever you want it to be. And what do you want mine to be? So from there, I obviously will be taking votes. And just know that uh, if you bring your uncle Ben or your uncle, you know, um, Grant, uh, it does make the voting process go smoother. So <laughs> Alex. I have a dumb question. Who's Uncle Grant? Oh my god. Is he not uh, is he not on the fifty dollar bill? That's not Uncle Aunt. Uncle Grant. Well he's your I never called him Uncle Grant. I'm saying you go to the con, you bring Uncle Grant and Uncle Ben, baby. Uh, Some I, thought, I thought Uncle Ben was a Spider-Man reference. So, oh I'm talking. I said if you give me some fifties and hundreds, it makes the voting process a little yeah. easier. We just call them fucking Benjamins. I would have gotten it because every dollar you give me is like a, an extra vote. So, no. I thought you just meant don't bring your dead uncle to the con. He's going to say Uncle Aaron for miles. On, no, the new surprise. None of you guys went. Went rice on this thing. Went rice. Uncle Ben? Uncle mm. Ben. Yeah, why am I surprised we didn't go that? Like, why I can't dress up? Um, I know, actually, I probably can't. Actually. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is a comic book podcast, so I think, it, you know, it's fair we went to comics. Uh, there we go. The Swamp Thing. We'll, we'll talk about the last issue uh, next week. And um, actually, that might be two weeks from now, Alex, because Supercon episode, we won't talk about in that one. So two weeks from now. Uh, so there's some time. Get your vote in on what you want it to be. Uh, I, once again, will take solicitations and uh, I will take bribes. For, um, for comic books, right? Not not uh, hookers. Listen, that first word that came out of my mouth wasn't supposed to come out. So let's, <laughs> then I continue. I just want to make, I'm, I'm just trying to did cover you, your ass. I just, want to, I just want to know, did you, did you sense that or was I good and I just rolled it over? Like, that's not the word I meant. That just kept going. Oh, no, no, no. You said solicitations. My brain immediately went to, hopefully he's not looking for hookers. But uh, who knows? I was just going to say, I just the bribes would be acceptable. So I know they just arrested <laughs> some guy, uh, some uh, congressperson for getting bribes. And guess what? Uh, you can do it to me. That's fine. I'll tell you right now, this is a crooked game. So <laughs> pay for pay for wins, baby. Uh, Alex, last week we had a little uh, a segment where we all three of us came up with a uh, uh, pitch, a pitch uh, for uh, a comic uh, that we would um, either just pitch and somebody else would do it, or we would do it on our own. And from that uh, conversation. Uh, you had mentioned that you've been thinking about this one kind of um, battle between uh, some individuals uh, that you had <clears throat> seen on a show called uh, Death Battle. Uh, Correct. And you said there was a version of that that you submitted to them. And then we got into this conversation what your comic was about, and it uh, intrigued me last week. So I thought this week we would... Talk about it? Yeah. 
talk about it. Sorry, hold, hold on. Let, me, let me do it again. I think this week we would talk about it. Now it's hurting me. Now it's history. Oh, hold on. Right here. No more. The winner takes it all. There we go. Uh, segment we're going to call The Winner Takes It All. Uh, Alex is going to do his own kind of battles. Uh, in honor of his love for the death battle. Um, and Alex, as you know, if you've been listening to the show long-term, this man, if it has something to do with that person's uh, look, uh, their fighting style, any kind of gadgets, this guy remembers all that shit, right? And if I give him a scenario, usually me and Garrett can kind of sit back a little bit, and this guy's going to kind of bring up all these things. And we know that's why Alex in these comics, they do some dumb shit. And Alex going to be like, that wouldn't happen because of this, this, and this, like this man here, you don't let anything get past him. That's what I'm saying. So, I do my best. <laughs> so, um, we thought, uh, what well, I was like, Hey, that's going to be a segment. Let's do that. Because if I throw you, uh, some sort of death battle, if we give you a challenge of putting two people against each other, we give some time to think about it and then come to the show and tell us who would win based on what you know, knowledge. Uh, but this first one here is going to be based on what you were talking about for that comic book. So, Alex, uh, let us know who would win in a battle. This is this is a triple threat from the beginning, right? Yes. Triple threat from the beginning. It's not like one has an advantage of coming in late. Uh, the League of Shadows, the hand and the foot. Correct. So now I also included having Rachel Ghoul the shredder and the kingpin as you should as the, as the big boss of that group of each of their groups respectively. that's what these people always forget alex and, the, and i'm glad you brought this up whenever they do these death battles or do some sort of comparison who would win they always forget that one time they had this one weird power or they or they have somebody in their crew that would be at this advantage you gotta think of every ins and outs all right you gotta watch the x's you can watch the o's so when I when I broke it down, because I've been now Marvin had passed through with this idea on on Sunday, and I have been thinking about it, thinking about who is who would win this fight. Now I'm trying to arrange by who had the most numbers, and between the hand and the foot, it'd be those two crews. I do believe that League of Shadows would be a little slyer, a little less, a little little fewer. Um, I would concur probably, with that. These they're all drawn to be less in numbers, so. Well, I'm thinking of like when Batman Begins, there's what, maybe 70 League of Shadow men there that Bruce is going up against, whether he's hiding from Rachel Ghoul himself and slicing the, slicing the wrist, not the wrist, Jesus. <laughs> slicing their, their geese or whatever you want to call yeah. it. They're waiting for their well, I mean, if you, even if you think about it, Alex, League of Shadows, you can't have too many shadows, all right? But you think of, the hand, you think of hand or foot, give me all of it. <laughs> we all got four. I mean, we all got I two. Like enough feet. That's good. <clears throat> um, so anyway, I had already, I, they're already at a disadvantage. They don't have nearly as many uh, soldiers showing up for battle. With that, I also know that Ray should be older. He'd have lived many, many lives, but also with that, he has also died many, many times. Now, there is no being resurrected in this fight. It is literally winner is taking all. So I'm if thrown in the midst of this battle. The League of Shadows, I think, would get taken out first. Between the hand and the foot showing up, kicking their asses. And I got to give props to either of the other two. 98% muscular man, the Kingpin, who, I mean, he can lift it. We saw him lift a car. 
We've seen that happen. It's not all canon. It's in its own realm, but he has the potential to lift a car. Kingpin fights Spider-Man on the regular. That man can lift 10 tons. So if Kingpin can take a fist to the face, now obviously Spider-Man's pulling his punches. If he's pulling punches at least, he has no intent to kill Kingpin, but Kingpin wants to squish you and make you into a sandwich, you're going to become a sandwich. Shredder, on the other hand, depends on which one you go with. The Shredder is 2003 cartoon. He's a Utram, a Krang, inside a robot body. That would give him a little more boost. Or if you go with even the cartoon or the uh, live-action movie, the Shredder becomes a Super Shredder. Now, that's having taken the mutagen himself. He does lose his sanity. He could probably take the Kingpin. Hey, but, but Kingpin's slow, though. Like... <laughs> What what he lacks in, uh, you know, I mean, what he doesn't have with his, what he does have with his strength, he lacks in speed. That's true. That's true. And I think of all the martial arts, I mean, he is so strong. He probably does have, he's got a range of martial arts talent, but is he a master like Oroko Saki or Shredder would be? No. I mean, that's all Shredder has put his life towards is taking out the enemy, training the foot, being the master of the foot, fighting all who would go against him. And not only does he want to rule New York, he wants to rule the world. So that one I struggle with. I think the hand, I think the foot could take the hand. I think they've got in the movies they talk about 500 strong, and if all those men or women are masters of their technique, I mean they're all trained in new jitsu, but they're fighting undead hand ninjas. I'm going to give the foot the strength, the 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 extra boost on who would win. But I do think I don't know now that now that you mention it, I was given the ed, the edge to the kingpin. I'm beating the shredder, but the foot themselves beating the hand. No, so but you get a little the foot versus the kingpin afterwards. Then kind of well, that's the thing is like I think if if the shredder and the foot go up against the kingpin as a collective, they would demolish him. But if it was boss versus boss. Truly, could be anyone's game. I would. I want to be biased and say the shredder. Yeah. But if he's not using the uh, the super shredder mutagen, I would almost give it to the kingpin. I'm winning. And with a winner takes all, at that point in time, he would now be the leader of the foot, the League of Shadows, and the hand. Kingpin. Kingpin. Oof. Definitely would have the corruption uh, level up there. No, that's what we now just have all these, no pun intended, we have all these foot soldiers, all these people working for him that he already has, but now all these people are now are under his control. Gosh, that'd be sweet. That would be such a good story. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say the hand with the kingpin being the leader. All right, there you go. Um, the hand or the foot, you meant? I'm saying the hand, with, well, kingpin wins. There you go. Okay. I was going to say in uh, Marvel Snap, the ninjas from the hand uh, give you negative two. That's all they do. So in a way, that's also means um, they're bad news for you. If they give you negative two in that game, if anything gives you negative, I find those people despicable. All right. (laughs) Hobgoblin, Green Goblin, uh, uh, that card, the ninja, I mean, one, and then uh, the void. Well, the void actually is. They get negative ten for using um, spec specter, specter, no, uh, century, 
Jesus Christ. Uh, they, they get negative 10 Alex for using that because the void comes out of him. But then you can use, oh, really? you can use Viper to give a person a card. And it some and then you can do that and give me the negative. <coughs> so any of those cars, those motherfuckers, I hate. So the hand, you're right, because he's too easy. To, they're sons of bitches on that side. They'll poke out your eyes and use it to shove it down some other person's throat. Gross. By Kingpin. <laughs> there's an Ed Brubaker issue. And I think I've talked about this multiple times in the podcast, but there's an Ed Brubaker, Michael Lark issue of Daredevil when Kingpin left New York and he finally found love and decided to settle down and he was done with crime and done with the hand and done with all that shit. And he goes there, marries a nice Japanese woman. They have, I think they have one kid. Um, and he's living a good life. It shows you living a good life. And then he goes to the market one day. And when he comes back, the hand is like had killed his family because they want they want him back and the only way to get him back is to take everything that he loves and i will just tell you that that's the pitch and it's like three issues of kingpin saying fuck that and he goes you want me you got me damn so i agree alex ever since those three issues this man cannot be beat and i think well, the big thing was that i was thinking yeah he can fight daredevil but he fights Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is is truly stronger than the Turtles would be. And even though Shredder fights the Turtles and Splinter and Casey Jones and April, he's never alone fighting. He's either got Bebop Rock Steady or he's got the foot. But on one one man to one man fight, one on one, the Kingpin's going to take everybody. Even with Raz's hundreds of years of experience, you think he still got him? What? I, truly, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time that Kingpin would ever have gotten stabbed. He's been shot in the face. And I just can't get over the fact that how many times has Rage been taken out by Batman or the rest of the Bat family on numerous, numerous, numerous amounts of time? I I, I got to give it to, to, to the Kingpin. The man knows his shit. And he already owns the city. Can't argue that shit. I mean, think about it Marvel Snap terms here, Garrett. The Kingpin, <laughs> if you move to his New York City, he kills you. Yeah. I've been on a Marvel Snap hiatus ever since X-Men got on there. So. Well, I mean, X-Men and then this, now it's Loki, the Loki show. Mm-hmm. It's this month because it has an Owen Wilson card, that character, and Loki, and the woman. Uh, Sylvie. No, not the no, woman Loki. No, I, I can't remember her name is. She's in a. She's part uh, of the. Too. She's part of the. Group. Oh, the TVA leader or whatever. Yeah, her, and then um, God, who was the last one? I'll have to look and see, but uh, I, they didn't have. They obviously have um, King already, so they don't need that. He's got that already. So, there we go. WednesdayComics.com. That's the website. If you want to talk about Marvel Snap, you go ahead and email us, uh, WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. Let me know uh, what deck you're playing, what's good out there, what these new cards, what do you use them with. I got to do some research. Garrett, they got me by the balls here with this thing. I don't know what it is about. There's something about it that for me is like the perfect shake. I got to do it every morning. Like it's my morning routine for the first half hour. I'm not saying I play for a half hour. I'm saying within that first half hour, I'll play it for at least 10 minutes. 
and then at night yeah. when I'm going to sleep, I'll play it until I get tired. Yeah, they got me, but uh, then they lost me a little bit. I think uh, I just felt that the event wasn't interesting, and just I shut down. I was like, oh, it had lots of cool events, and then it was like X Men, and then they did another round of X-Men and then I was just like yeah that was the mistake okay. Phoenix Force back to back with Big in Japan which were both right. X-Men related yeah I don't know why it was, was a like summer mutant of mutant stuff yeah uh, but they have Loki now I'm guessing Marvel's related the next one because they have Kamala she's like in the opening screen but she's not a fucking card and she's an emote that you can emote to people but she's not mm. a card so she's they're definitely gonna increase, put her in there um, yeah I would question, or I would be curious to see whether they give her the comic powers or give them the movie powers or the TV movie powers, um, because they seem to like some some of the characters 100% comics, and then some of the other ones a little bit movie influence. I'm thinking of like Star Lord and stuff like that, um, and uh, so it's very hard to tell. They kind of pick and choose which one they're going to go and make them like so. It'd be fun if they would make them do dual cards. Make one where it's the movie-based, make the other where it's comp-based. Release them at different times, but have there be two cards of the same name. Well, you can get variants in the different art styles for the cards. And then you choose which one you want to play. But it would be cool to have a movie variant and have it just yeah. like cool shots of from the uh, movies on there. So go and get it on that. That's a free deal. That's a free idea for you, Marvel Snap. Uh, um, second dinner, I think there was what they're like, the company's called who made it. Second dinner, so there you go. That's the third oh. dinner for you, baby. Uh, <laughs> WednesdayComics.com. Go there, click on the uh, merch button. Go to the web page and get a nice beanie. Get a nice like uh, sweater. You know it's perfect, uh, Garrett. I'm going to ask you how the weather is here in a second, so get ready. But in Sioux Falls, right. South Dakota this week, Alex, I would say perfect weather. It's been fantastic. Windows have been opened. I've uh, been wearing a sweatshirt. I'm wearing a Wednesday Comics pullover right now. Nice hoodie. It's comfy as shit. Walking the dog, of course. The boy needs his exercise. Him and myself together. Nice crisp at night during the day. Not hot, but not cold. Perfect. Yeah, we're in the, the crispness in the morning and, and uh, night. It's been a little rainy here um, this week, but... Uh, yeah, uh, I heard you guys. Uh, I mean, I heard uh, Sioux Falls. We're gonna get ha- hammered with some heat this weekend, so oh, it's man. gonna be like eighty on Sunday. How the hell am I supposed to wear my sweatshirt if I'm sweating the balls? I was gonna say, Alex, you brought up you were in the sweatshirt today, and I was like, I'm saving that for SuperCon. And but now, if it's gonna be hot, I I was just thinking today. I like how they moved it to September, October, rather than before in May because it's nice and cool, and like you're not as hot. But, you know, Mother Nature don't listen to no calendar. All that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's who I would be. You say I'm, I'm like the uncle uh, in Avatar uh, because I am wise. And I thank you for saying that. But also, <laughs> I would, I'm would i going to add my own twist to it and say that I would be a southern man with uh, the uncle. So here we go. Uh, supercon.com. Go ahead and go there. You know, you know, you know, Mr. Mr. Alex, you go to the website. Supercon.com. Uh, okay. And, and this this website, I'm, somehow I switched with my dad. Sorry. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> got weird near the I, end. I just got also turned to my dad. Okay. Go to that website. And then um, there's going to be something. Listen here. You know what it's called? Sioux Falls Beyond. 
Supercon. So uh, to Sioux Falls and Beyond uh, 2023 Supercon, go there, get your weekend pass. Alex doesn't want to see him do with the fucking day pass walking around. He sees that. I, I, I should warn you ahead of time, that is like blood in the water for a fucking shark for Alex. He sees those one day passes. Uh, he's coming over. I just want to let everyone know I've been working out this week. I got a punching bag put in the garage. I've been punching it, getting really strong. Nice. Been practicing my slapping. So, uh, yeah, blowing the water, bitch slapping, coming at you. Damn. Well, Corey won't be there, so he won't he won't have to watch out. So I was saving up for that slap, but yeah, he won't even be here. And I've been trying to be like the kingpin. I think you have to get fat first, and then you bulk it up. So I need a, a solid base, so I'm working on the base right now. <laughs> so if you see me, uh, I have not been working out, so... Uh, WednesdayComics.com is the website that I just mentioned before, but you can go to Supercon.com for more information on how to get those kind of tickets. Uh, guests of all ages are welcome. Uh, sun- Sunday is a parent kind of kids day, so if you do are going for more kid-friendly stuff, they probably be more interested in that day. I would recommend, and I know I just made a joke about the one-day pass. You can buy a one-day pass, two-day, whatever. But that Friday, I feel like there's so much. There's an energy in the air you can't really replicate. Saturday is more feels like a longer day because it is, and it feels like it does feel like more laid back and and but that Friday can't explain it. It's like you're looking at all the new the booths, seeing everybody for the first time and and having a nice little time. And so I would recommend go that Friday if you like that energy. Now imagine that over longer hours, right, Alex? No, you don't have to peak too early, right? Honestly, I've I've been. Like, I was always excited for this week, and then November this weekend, uh, Friday night, getting to hang with the boys, go home to our own homes. The next day, I'm coming back at 9 a.m. to go find a spot, to go sit for that opening spot. Like, that's when the heat really hits. Like you yeah. said, there's a that, there's that taste of blood in the water when I go on Friday night. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited we're here. Friday's excitement. Saturday, you feel the community. You feel the, the, the amount of things you get to do, and it feels like you're hanging out. And then Sunday, bring the kids out up there, and we got a we got a bouncy house. Uh, uh, Alex will teach them this uh, shadow boxing if they they want to ask him. Um, Boom. He's got you know he's got a bag up, and he's been hitting the bag. Uh, Alex, do you think that they'll soon call you the Italian stallion? Probably not. Ooh. No, no. I mean, not, I haven't started punching meat yet. I haven't gone to the butchery. Wow. Started punching the freezer. Wow. <laughs> the butchery. The butchery. <laughs> There we go. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. That's the website to go to to get comic books, collectibles, uh, card games, board games, uh, uh, sports cards. Alex, I, there's nothing more relaxing. I'm not sure. I'm, you seem a little too old for the TikTok, um, but I'm on there because I am young at heart. And um, <laughs> there are always these lies of people opening packs, and I don't give a shit what the fuck is in that pack. If somebody's opening it, I'm staying on it. I've I've seen did these Disney cars them unpacking. I've seen them do Pokemon. I've seen them do MLB, NBA, NFL. I don't care what ain't oh, NHL. I just like them seeing the pack and then this, when they have the car in front of them and they get the, they hit a big one, which I wouldn't even know until they start freaking out. Nothing feels better. So if you want to get into that game, go to Rainbow Comics and Cars. <laughs> RainbowComicsAndCards.com will also be at Supercon 2023. So 
uh, make sure to stop by their booth um, and say hello to uh, Mr. Uh, friend of the show, Mr. John Runyon. I'm sure we'll get him on uh, the podcast uh, next week. I know last year I tried to, and he uh, got too busy because he was working. And I said, I'm definitely going to get him on this year. We're going to get him early, though. I think that's Friday. So we got to go talk to him right away. So there we go. Uh, roots of the swamp thing.com roots of the swamp thing.com uh holland files uh the zine there's six of them if you want them you can go ahead and go to roots of swamp thing.com this is going to be a nice little put together uh examination of the avatar of the green uh, uh the people all over the world contributing to these issues just for the love of the swamp you understand alex they like this this swamp thing Swampy thing. There we go. Uh, Garrett, did somebody just uh, hit you in the back with a paddle or something? No. No. Okay. Not over here. Um. What, what if that was me? And I just didn't. You know, I thought it was one of you guys. <laughs> I I do send my back to the door while I'm doing this show, and I've never thought about somebody sneaking up on me. But no. Uh. But if <laughs> uh, go there, Avatar the Green. Uh, get those zine, uh, zines and uh, um. Right, check out number four. There might be a good article number four. You know, Marvin <laughs> might be in there. Uh, find us on, on Twitter, X, wherever the fuck you call it, at Wednesday Comics, at Karat2188, and at the AP Keaton. Um, I, I do post when the show uh, is uploaded on there. And uh been trying to use it more, but every time I go to that, I click on the app and it opens up, Alex, I see bullshit and I just close it right away. <laughs> so I don't know, you know, um, if this South African uh, uh, billionaire uh, can do something about the way this thing looks, uh, probably the best bet is for him just to take off, you know, go back to how it used to be. But uh, uh, that's for different days. And I know uh, I know he's got AI on his side, Alex, and this is the season of AI. Uh, but our AI is going to be better than his any day of the week. You know? Yeah, we, we didn't even use our AI today, so. We didn't, yeah. We, you know, uh, the uh, gym... Uh, he, we didn't use him today and it's kind of a shame. Um, but I did, oh, I did actually use him earlier, but, uh, um, you know what? This podcast is a little short yet. So, you know what, Alex, you bring up a good point. Here. Let me say here, let me see here. It's okay, we can save room for AI next week. Listen, imagine you're in a car driving on a bumpy road, and you feel little jolts or shakes. Turbulence on an airplane is kind of like that, but in the sky. It happens when the plane encounters pockets of air that are moving differently. Just like a car on a bumpy road, the plane might shake a bit. It's completely normal, and pilots pilots are trained to handle it. It's like a little roller coaster in the sky, but nothing to worry about. Beautiful, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. I did ask him for comic book things today, and he told me about turbulence. So you go. There's our AI, Jim. I think he's worse than fucking Todd. Fucking Todd. Todd took off. Remember, he lives in your brother's ear now. And uh, well, we got we had to get rid of him. He was giving us bullshit. I know uh, he couldn't. He couldn't handle being the AI podcast of the AI of the podcast. But he said he could handle you know taking care of one person. So that's why he's in Corey's ear now. Uh, but I fear because I've tried to call him all night, okay. and what he didn't answer. So what did Todd do to hashtag guess I was one? Or is he just blocking our phone calls? He might be doing that. 
Yeah, I think he should have all Bluetooth in the house. So could have been that puppy peeing all over the floor or something. God damn! Well, probably ate for his phone. <laughs> Little did he know though that Todd probably was in that puppy's ear and said, "Go ahead, piss all over this." <laughs> there you Do go. it. But REI Jim, he may not be the brightest, and he might not know what the fuck you're asking him, but he will provide an intelligent answer. So. <laughs> I just got to figure out what's the right, <laughs> wrong question to ask him to get a comic book related answer. So, but we don't know what he's saying. Listen, what he says is smart. He, you know what? He's actually thinking 40 chess here. He's saying people are going to be traveling to Sioux Falls for Supercon and they might be traveling via plane. And so he just wants to let them know turbulence is normal. It's like bumps in the road. You're not going to crash just the way you wouldn't crash in a car because your car airplane is a, is manufactured to uh, adhere for that. So you're fine. So there you go. You know, actually, Jim, that's a good call. And I just promoted you. You're no longer the AI of the podcast. You're now an executive producer of the podcast. And don't let that go to your head. It's a lot of power. You might have you might have the power to change a few things on this show. But remember what happened to Icarus. Fly too close. Sun burns it. Just like that shitty uh, Eternals movie. Boom. Flew too cro- too close to the sun. Flew too close to the sun and uh, <laughs> faded away as quickly as his star power uh, in Hollywood. So, for Wednesday Comics, my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, enjoy that fall weather and keep turning those pages. <laughs>